The Journey. We filmed over a period of 22 weeks between 16th of May 2006 and 4th of May 2007, generally avoiding the very depths of winter, though snow and ice caught up with us in Turkey. My formative impressions of Eastern Europe had been in monochrome, as if the people there lived in concrete apartment blocks under permanently grey skies. Basil Powell's pictures for the book and Nigel Meekin's photographs for the BBC series are an eloquent corrective. The sun shone throughout most of our journey. Though there are far too many concrete blocks, we also saw well-kept, elegant, ancient and very beautiful cities and villages, as well as swathes of countryside farmed by the traditional methods fast disappearing from West European landscapes. And though the mountains may not be the Himalaya, there was snow on the tops of the Carpathians and the Julian Alps in the middle of summer. The book is made up from my diary notes, with one exception. For the first time on any of my travels, I had my shoulder bag stolen. It happened on my arrival in Budapest, and though I lost phone and money, neither mattered a damn compared to the loss of my little black book containing all my notes on the Baltic states. There was nothing I could do but sit in my hotel room overlooking the Danube and recreate it all from memory and from muttered observations on my voice recorder. It's a tribute to the Baltics that so much came back so vividly. If some days are missed out, it's because they were rest days. Postscript Even allowing for the fact that life abroad is much worse when you read about it in the newspapers than when you're actually there, some ominous clouds are gathering on the horizons of new Europe. Romania and Bulgaria have joined the European Union since I set out, but the likelihood of an independent Kosovo could ruffle the Balkans again. There are many who disagree with Poland's new anti-communist vetting laws, which have already tarnished the reputation of Richard Kapuczynski, one of their country's finest travellers and journalists. Turkey is having increasing difficulty balancing its secular tradition with Islamist aspirations, and Ukrainian politicians are still nowhere near resolving the rift between the eastern and western-oriented halves of the country. There have been student riots in Hungary, and Russia and Estonia have come to serious blows after the relocation of a war memorial. At least these are problems the countries of the region will have to sort out for themselves. Far more worrying is that superpower politics, from whose corrosive influence Europe looked to have been mercifully released, is back on the agenda. At the time of writing, the Americans and the Russians seemed hell-bent on resurrecting the Cold War. My advice would be, as you might expect, not to stay at home and worry,